You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where for 71 weeks, a buddy of mine and I have sat down and geeked out at all the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week, episode 71, we are talking Ninja Gaiden on the NES. And uh, some people may call it Ninja Gaiden, but they're fucking weird. It's Ninja Gaiden, one of the premier NES titles, in my opinion, that wasn't an actual Nintendo-made NES title. Um, we all know this game. Most of us love this game. None of us can beat this fucking game. I'll get more into that in a few minutes. Uh, my guest this week is Bradley McHugh and I'll be honest with you guys. We recorded this one quite a while ago and I don't remember everything that we said, but I'm sure it's probably pretty good. So you're going to hear that in a minute. Before we get to that, you know, I got to ramble. I also have some shout outs. I want to get out of the way for our Patreons and stuff. If you guys aren't interested in listening to me ramble about things such as Pokemon, Mario and Sonic gaming laptops, uh, maybe look at the time, uh, the description box below, there'll be a timestamp. It'll show you where to skip to. And you can just hear us talk about Ninja Gaiden. Um, thank you so much for all the good feedback about last week's episode. That one was solo. Uh, I talked about Ghostbusters, uh, for the NES and actually like I got a lot of really good feedback. And so like, admittedly, I may do a few more solo episodes down the road. I've done a couple now in the last couple of months between the Sega Genesis review uh, and now the Ghostbusters episode. And honestly, dude, sometimes it's just easier than trying to get guests together and do all this kind of stuff. We're all busy. I know I work weird hours where I work at night and on the weekends and I'm home during the day when all the normal people are at work. So, uh, 
if you like the sound of my voice, fucking good stuff's coming. And if you don't, well, then you probably quit this show a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, lots of good feedback. So thank you all so much. And also a huge shout out to all of our Patreons. November 1st, the calendar just rolled over. So we're into another month. I'm going to have a prize jaw up here in the next couple of days, giving away a gift card to the system of the winner's choice uh, to all our supporters over there on Patreon. And I also want to give shout outs to all of them. So if I screw up some of your names, you guys know how this works right now. But massive thank you so much to Tyler, Todd, Beak, Ben, Patrick J. Crossman, Lord Egbert. I hate that fucking name, and you know who you are, and I hate that name. Uh, Nigel, Michael Mathis, Mark McHugh, Luke Simpson, Keegan Wilson, Freezer Burnt, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, good friends of us here, John Taylor, Joe Buck, Jeffrey Mathis, Dave, Daniel Books, Christopher Sumner, Taco Shirt Chris, Bradley McHugh, Benjamin Barlow, Andre, and Thomas Christian. Thank you all so, so much for spending a little bit of your hard-earned money on this train wreck of a podcast. I really appreciate it a lot. And uh, if you would like to hear your name read on the show, it (laughs) feels like an old like kids TV show where you write in and they'll read your name. But if you want to hear your name on the show, if you want to be entered into a chance to win gift cards for the consoles of your choice, and if you want episodes of the podcast exclusive to you, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash remember the game. Uh, I've already have plugged that in the brand new intro, probably. I think I'm going to record a new intro for this. As I'm recording this intro for this episode, I haven't recorded the new intro that's going to play before this intro, but I think I'm going to do that after I'm done this. So uh, I'm going to stop plugging the Patreon now. You guys have gotten all of it. So, uh, oh yeah, just actually one last quick thing for the Patreons. In case you are a Patreon supporter and you haven't already seen the email, I'm going to be switching the release order of the Patreon episodes this month. You're going to get the Q&A rambling one this Monday, the 11th, and then you'll get uh, your game review one on Monday, the 25th. Uh, I just haven't been able to make the scheduling work out to record the game one. So if you have any questions, any topics, any suggestions, anything you want read on the Q&A one, please send them to me before Friday, November 6th, 7th, 8th, uh, and I'll get them onto the episode, okay? Uh, our downloads are up huge, you guys. From October last year to October this year, they're literally up over 1,000%. Uh, which is fucking crazy. We're coming up on like 800 downloads a week now, which uh, I don't know if that's good for lots of people, but it's damned good for me. And so I really appreciate all you guys hanging around and any of you that are giving shout outs to the show on, on Twitter and stuff like that. Know that I see it. Know that I know that you're telling your friends and stuff. And I really, really fucking appreciate it, man. This thing is going onward and upward. It's up and at them, and I am blown away at the support. So thank you all so much. Um, I also wanted to talk about Pokemon for a minute because the new Pokemon game is coming out in like a week and a half, I think on the 15th or 16th of November, Pokemon Sword and Shield for the Nintendo Switch. And it's just crazy to me that like people are freaking out about it and about how they're, they're not every Pokemon is in it. And now I guess spoilers are coming out and they're leaking stuff and things like that. And it's all, I'm trying to avoid all the leaks and the spoilers because I plan on buying it. And I don't like if I'm, I don't know about you guys, but like whenever there's a movie I really want to see or like a video game I really want to play. I will go out of my way to avoid anything spoilery. I don't even really like to read reviews. I'll glance at like the score number and that's about it because I don't want anything spoiled for me. If I'm on the fence about something, then maybe I'll slowly wade into the spoiler pool and try to see what's going on with it. But uh, this game I know I'm going to get is Pokemon. We have all been waiting for a home console Pokemon game since like day one. And I don't mean like Pokemon Stadium or one of the freak Pokemon games. I mean like a real Pokemon. And now we're finally getting it. And every time I log into Reddit and go to the Nintendo Switch boards, which by the way, if you by some fluke are one of the moderators of the Reddit Switch, uh, Nintendo Switch community, you're a fucking Nazi and I hate you. 
Uh, they delete everything. I fucking hate them. But uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield, everyone's freaking out and like, oh, there's not enough Pokemon in it, and this is wrong, and this is like, I can't even go in there anymore because I feel like all it is is people fucking whining about like what may or may not be in this game. We don't even have it yet. This is a game everyone's been wanting forever. So just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up until the game comes out and try it and then see. I don't watch Star Wars, but it would be like everyone sees a Star Wars trailer and it's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. This is going to suck because Luke Skywalker isn't Obi-Wan Kenobi's something. I don't know anything about Star Wars. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is if you're passionate about something, then just enjoy it. Give it a chance before you shit all over it. Once it sucks, then shit all over it like we do with wrestling. But at least give it a shot first. I don't know. I think people need to calm the fuck down about Pokemon. I think this game is going to be rad. I'm pretty excited about it. It's I would say it's my most anticipated game of this year, but it's also the only anticipated game I have left of this year. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty jacked. I mean, it's Pokemon. It's fucking home console 3D looking Pokemon. It's going to be rad. And of course, not every Pokemon is in it. Calm down. I'll talk more about it when that game comes out. But I just wanted to touch on the people freaking out about the spoilers and the leaks about it and be like, just fucking relax. How about you don't read spoilers and leaks and just wait and enjoy the game for what it is, for fuck's sakes. Um, speaking of Switch, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics just came out. And the reviews are like, okay, I, I won't play it. They're, those are just like, they're, they're classic mini game compilations. Uh, I think they'd be fun to play with your friends for like a night and that'd be it. It's too bad you can't still rent games because they seem like they'd be a good rental for like a single night of playing and then that's it. Um, I, I can't believe these games keep coming out. Like clearly they're selling because they keep coming. Like, I mean, and like it can't be cheap because like obviously people are, they're either paying for like the Mario and Sonic and all those character licenses or they're paying for the Olympic licenses. I don't even know who makes these games. I don't know who's paying for what. But it's like the Dance Dance games with all the music and stuff in them. Uh, they keep coming out. Dance Dance is still coming out for the Wii, I think, or it just recently stopped. Uh, I don't know who the fuck is buying these, but somebody is. So uh, if you're interested in Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, it just came out. It looks rad, actually. It's got like this retro mode in it where like you can go to like 16-bit Sonic characters, or, like 8-bit Mario characters. Like I love 16-bit Sonic, man. I think he looks so awesome. And seeing him standing next to like 8-bit Bowser looks cool just not enough to make me buy the game give me give me like a platforming game with that shit in it and i'd be all over it i've said that for years i would love to see nintendo get a hold of sonic to make like a like a mario and sonic team up like platforming game i don't know how it would work people would probably not enjoy it um because people don't enjoy anything these days and like i don't i, I would rather play mario than sonic so i don't know if I'd want to switch between the two, but I just, I like the concept. That's all I'm trying to say. It's a fucking, that's all I'm saying. Just take, take them out of the fucking Olympics and have them go save the world or something. Have them save the Olympics there. And there's your platformer. That's, that's what we want. Um, I'm not really asking for advice on here yet. I'll get more to this in a few more months, but I'm looking at getting a new laptop for both recording gameplay off my capture card and stuff. And just to do some editing and things on. And, uh, I've started Googling them and I'm completely lost. If you're, if you don't listen to our Patreon episodes, I talked about it a little bit on the Q and a one. Uh, somebody asked me about why I'm not more into PC gaming. I don't get it. I don't get memory and Ram and fucking screen resolutions and stuff like that. But, uh, I'm starting to see some of these gaming laptops and some of them look pretty rad. And I thought that'd be a cool thing to be able to take on the road, even just to play a couple of games on when I don't want to play my switch. Uh, so I am going to be probably asking for some advice on a laptop in the future. Uh, please don't freak out on me yet. I'm just curious, like if anybody else is as intimidated by them as I am. Like I was looking at them the other at Staples the other day, cause I went to buy a new chair, which by the way, if it has sounded like I'm farting throughout this whole intro, it's my new chair breaking in. It's very creaky. And so I, and like only a couple of them have actually been farts. 
But uh, I was looking at some of the laptops just for a minute, and some of them look rad. But I was like, I read the specs and was like, I that's French. I have no fucking idea what that says. So I don't know if that's just me or if anyone else doesn't get computers either. But uh, people have been asking about the Let's Plays. You know, somebody actually just messaged me on Twitter and was like, Hey, I just bin washed all of the Adam sucks at video games Let's Plays, and uh, where the fuck are the rest of them? More are coming. I've, I say it every week, probably in the new year. I just don't have time until after Christmas season is over for comedy. And I really need a new computer to do that kind of stuff with. So I'm, I'm looking into that. We'll get more into that when I need your help. I don't want all your help yet. I, I mean, I don't need all the fucking computer nerds being like, oh, well, actually, uh, what you want is a Quantum 4 processor in your axle drive with the Magnum. And I'm like, I don't know, fuck, or whatever it is you guys say. Um, okay, quickly, before I get into what I've been playing and talking to you guys, I'll be in Calgary uh, tonight. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be Wednesday, November 6th. I'll be performing at Yuck Yucks. Uh, I don't know where it is in Calgary. Elbow River Casino, I think. Uh, at a 7 o'clock show, I'm showcasing four Yuck Yucks to try to get them to sign me and give me more work. So uh, if you're in Calgary and you want to come, that'd be cool. Say hi. And then this weekend, people are always yelling at me saying, when are you performing in Edmonton and not hosting? because I host a lot of comedy shows. I will be at Edmonton's Yuck Yucks this weekend, Friday and Saturday, three shows. Message me if you'd like to get on my guest list. I'll be doing like 20, 25-minute sets. You're actually going to hear some of my jokes. Should be a lot of fun, so message me, all right? There, I don't usually plug my comedy on here, but uh, it's my job. I have to do it sometimes. Uh, when I'm not telling jokes, I've been playing video games, and you might be wondering, what have I been playing? There's my segue into what have I been playing over the last seven days. Primarily Dragon Quest Builders 2, still on my Switch. Love it. Minecraft meets Dragon Quest meets hack and slash it's fun um little wordy like a lot wordy i shouldn't say a little it's a lot like so much fucking conversation between the characters and a lot of it is very boring and monotonous. i just want to play um but the gameplay is good enough to make me power through the the reading uh <laughs> what does that say about me as as far as my intellect goes when i'm like i'm powering through the reading so i can play the video game because i'm a fucking idiot but dragon quest builders 2 and then um admittedly i had a very lucrative comedy gig uh, a few days ago it paid a lot better than i expected to so i treated myself to uh, luigi's mansion 3 on the switch i wasn't gonna buy any new games i got lots to play with all the retro stuff plus dragon quest builders but i just luigi's mansion looks cool and my thought is i can beat it in the next 10 days and then trade it in toward pokemon uh sword or shield and so far so good i've never played a luigi's mansion game i played the gamecube one for like an hour and wasn't feeling it and honestly i felt like that about this one for the first like half hour i was like it's controls are fucking weird and slow and what the fuck what's going on here uh but it screams that nintendo charm and i'm really starting to feel it so if you're on the fence about luigi's mansion 3 uh, I would say wait for a sale on it, but it'll probably never go on sale because it's Nintendo. Uh, it's pretty good. It's probably worth picking up if you're into the Luigi and like puzzle games. I, I'm enjoying it. So as soon as I'm done this, I'm going to go play it for a little while. Uh, but that is that is what I'm going to be playing. Uh, let's talk about what we played a long time ago and like specifically 1989. And that is Ninja Gaiden on the NES. That's why you guys are here. Uh, again, I can't remember what we said about it. Bradley McHugh is my guest. We recorded this thing two plus months ago but uh i know that we had a good conversation about it we all remember this game it makes me fucking mad i'm sure it makes most of you mad but at the same time i always i want to keep playing it so uh, to me that's there's something good here you know what i mean for all the frustration frustration and the difficulty and stuff like that it looks rad it plays good the, the music is awesome and it's, it's fun you keep going back to it uh i literally been playing it on my switch online uh prepping for this podcast and i was like fuck this is actually a pretty pretty good albeit frustrating game and it screams retro. I just unplugged my headphones, but I'm going to keep talking because I think the, the microphone is still working. I punched my own hand to make the point and unplug my headphones because I, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm taking them off. Uh, it screams retro. 
this game. It fucking screams retro, even if uh, Sega did it better. And they did, quite frankly. Shinobi 3, uh, episode 64 of the podcast. I finally I played Shinobi for the first time and was like, this is like a better Ninja Gaiden. Uh, but having said that, Nintendo still did good, right? Like the Ninja Gaiden games are rad. They originally, this one originally came out for the NES in March of 1989. I am going to cue some music and uh, kick back with my pal Bradley as we look back on the classic Ninja Gaiden for the NES. You guys enjoy the episode. Uh, sorry about the crappy intro. Uh, I'm rambling all over the place. Just shut the fuck up. Get to the game. Ah, here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Okay, this is, uh, I have no idea what order these are going up in, but this is the third, po- we've been sitting here podcasting for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Just churning them out. So, uh, sweating. In case, yeah, in case this is the first one, I'll introduce him again. Joining me this week is the uh, superior McHugh brother, uh, Bradley McHugh. How are you, buddy? I'm doing very, very well. Ex- extremely excited to be on the show and talk about some extremely hard games. Ex- oh, fuck, It's kind of my forte. <laughs> and so the last couple of games we've talked about, we're not going to reveal them in case they come up in a different order. Uh, one kind of hard one's really not that hard uh this game (laughs) this is like dude fuck this game this is one of the i've been trying to figure out how i'm gonna say it because i've known we were gonna talk about this for a while as you know from the intro uh we're talking ninja gaiden do you pronounce gaiden or gaiden gaiden we're going gaiden i believe it's gaiden if you say gaiden then uh you're fucking weird it's gaiden you Um, you know what i think it's one of those tomato tomato things but it but who says tomato exactly if you say gaiden (laughs) you're one of the tomato weirdos that nobody likes yeah if you say tomato to me i'm gonna give you a fucking right hook yeah well no yeah you're right yeah fuck yeah fuck them yeah yeah, fuck them uh so we're talking ninja gaiden and i've been trying to figure out how i want to say this ninja gaiden is one of the best bad games ever made that makes sense to me because it's so extremely well designed but to purposely fuck with you it's so fuck okay and i wanted to get a plug in and i don't always plug other people's projects on here not because i don't want to it's just that like 
admittedly, like I've been on podcasts where I plug my podcast, and by the time we're done the podcast, nobody even remembers that I plugged it. But having said that, you guys, you you you've let's plays. Uh, yeah, and you guys just played through this game, did you not? Uh, well, no. What we did um recently um uh, so I I have a YouTube channel called Impossible Gaming. It's like a heavily edited show. It takes a really long time to make, but each episode is about a different hard game that we play until one of us just fucking cries like a baby gives and yeah, gives yeah. up. Um, we always say that the attempt is to beat the game, but we've never beat a game. Right? They're all fucking crazy. But one of the first ever episodes we did was on Ninja Gaiden. And that was like five years ago. Okay. Um, it was a really long time ago. We did Ninja Gaiden. Then like a few years ago, we did the one on Xbox. Um, and then about a few weeks ago, we released an episode on Ninja Gaiden 2 and 3 for the NES. Oh, okay. So now we've done the full the full Ninja Gaiden trilogy on the NES plus the Xbox game. Okay. Um, and you haven't finished any of them? No, never finished any no. of them. They're fucking insanely. Dude. They're it's, impossible. It's fucking... I've been playing this one on the Switch NES online to prep for this podcast. Yeah. And uh, even using save states and the rewind feature of it, I can't I can't beat it. It's too it's too hard. Yeah. I was I was playing it in the airport a couple of weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> That's and, ballsy. Uh, yeah, a game that's going to bring this much profanity out of a man. Yeah, that's ballsy. There was definitely there, there was definitely some people with kids giving me a dirty look. Like, what is this guy's <laughs> problem, dude? This like okay. And here's the thing about Ninja Gaiden. Uh, to me, this and I was actually just Facebook messaging with uh, I th- uh dude, I want to say Sean. Dude, I don't have it in front of me, so if I got your name wrong, I'm sorry. With one of our listeners uh, on our Facebook page about these old video games. And like Ninja Gaiden to me is the epitome of this. So many of these games, if you're good at it, you could beat Ninja Gaiden in probably an hour. Maybe less. Probably less. Um, It's like they put these stupid difficulty spikes in to make sure that you didn't beat the game the night you brought it home, right? Well, the problem with this game is that half of the reason it's very difficult is awesome design and the other half is garbage design. Okay, right. You're right. You're right. There's one specific design element that jacks the difficulty of this game up to 200. And I'm sure we both know what it is. Yeah. It's that fucking bounce back yep. when you get hit. <laughs> yeah, you bounce back. It's like it's like, it's like like there's a magnet in every hole. <sighs> and as soon as you get hit, it's like, whoa, it's down into the hole. <laughs> when you get hit, like the your main character, what's his name? Uh, Ryo Hayabusa. <sighs> Ryo it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whenever Ryo gets hit, he literally bounces 25% of the screen back. Ryu, it's like it's like oh, it's okay. like Ryu, which is funny cuz his fa- I think his father's name is Ken uh, uh, or someone else oh, in the fuck. game is named Ken. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's Ryu. But yeah, every time he gets he gets bounced back, Ryu is just in a hole. Always cuz there's so many holes and bad guys respawn not even when like their spawn point goes off screen. It's like if their spawn point gets near the edge of yes, the screen. Yes, and that is probably my biggest complaint. Oh, so there'll be like these, like just one of many examples of the fucking eagles or hawks or whatever the fuck they are. Oh, these fucking dude. birds and, and the bats and oh, and those fucking bats. And they like, <laughs> yeah. like this is like the last two episodes we've recorded today have been nice, laid back, fun. This one I'm getting fucking. Ooh. I'm awake now. Now you're sweatier than now. Ever. I'm getting angry. <laughs> these fucking bird things like swoop, swoop at you they're fucking they're so hard to hit they're so hard to dodge and then if you even move like a a fucking 16th of that screen back during your fight it's coming back yeah you've got to get through it again and again and again and then when they hit you there's a hole somewhere and it's gonna bounce you into it it never bounces you away from the hole ever well and like the thing is too is that 
I can't think of very many NES games um, aside from this one where the control is perfect. And this game, the control is perfect. It is. Like, like you play Contra and it's like, yeah, this feels kind of wrong. You know, it's right. good, but it feels kind of wrong. Or like Castlevania is a great example. Castlevania, because I like Contra. But Castlevania is a spot on example. The jumping in Castlevania is fucked. Yeah, the jumping doesn't feel quite right. It's It feels wrong. Yeah. Um, and... Now, I, I'm one of the biggest perpetuators of Castlevania. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, but it feels weird, yeah. and it also has that bounce back. That fucking bounce back. Which is worse in that game, but it's awful in Ninja Gaiden. I agree. and it, But you're, like, you're right. The controls in Ninja Gaiden are, like, to me, the only... Because, like, listen, the NES has, like, seven or 800 games. Mm -hmm. And of that seven or 800 games, like... And I'm a Nintendo guy. I love the NES. Of that seven or eight... Hey, buddy... Of that seven or eight hundred games, a cat just jumped up on me for some reason. George, what are you doing? The pup? Or, the pup. I have a dog. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Of the seven or eight hundred NES games, there are 200 that are good to great. Yes. There, three out of four NES games are hot garbage. Yeah. Like, they like, just are. When you look at the NES library, it's like you got your Mega Mans, you got your Marios, uh, your, Legend, your first Legend Thank of Zelda. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the first Legend of the Zelda. The first Legend of Zelda. Um, like the Contras are good. You There's got the Contras are good. The Castlevanias are good. Yep. Castlevania 1 and 3 are good. Yeah. And you know what? I don't hate to... Um, and then what else? What else is there? Um, uh, like, well, I mean, there's like, the beat 'em ups, like the Double Dragons and the River City Ransoms. Yeah, and stuff like Double that. Dragon, and even Double Dragon. I'll, I'll, I'll argue with you a little bit on that one. I'm not a big fan. I'm not either. Yeah. but they're, they're not awful. But uh, Punch Out, Punch Out, um, Bucky O'Hare. If you ever played that, that's a good game. Yeah, the Disney uh, games like Ducktales. Yeah, Ducktales. Oh, Ducktales rules. Fucking right, it does. Yeah, Chippendale. That, those. Yeah, Rescue Rangers. So, so there's good games, but like for all those, there's a ton of bad games. Yeah, just and to me the only reason Ninja Gaiden doesn't fall into that bad game slog is because the controls are tight. The controls are amazing. That is the only thing saving it, okay? Because, like, it... The thing is, is, like, without that bounce back, I think you could beat this game pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's what kills you. I don't know about you, man, but, like, there were very few times during my replays of it where I died due to taking more damage. It was almost always because I got... Cat just walking across our mixer now. Cats yeah. are the best. They're like, fuck off. <laughs> Come here. Get away from me. Um, but there's very few times I died because I ran out of health. Yeah. I died because I got knocked down a fucking hole. Well, and you know what's the worst part about the holes, too? And this is this is something, like, if you've seen, um, if you watched my uh, YouTube videos on, on this, it's something that I talk about a lot, is that there's sections of this game, and it's hard to describe, where you have to go down a ladder. And yep. the ladder is beside another wall. Yeah. But the wall goes the same way as the ladder. And if you use your climb mechanic to climb down the wall instead of the ladder, it kills you. Even though it's going to the exact same it's place. Go it's going to the same fucking place. <sighs> it's such bullshit, dude. It's huge bullshit. Or if you try to jump down the hole that the ladder is going down, that also kills you. Right. And the thing about it is, like, on the NES, there's a lot of, like... Because like make, like most of the NES games are fucking stupidly difficult because yeah. they had to drag them out, right? Um, but having said that, there are stupidly difficult games with controls good enough to make up. Like Mega Man's a perfect example. I'm a yeah. Mega Man super fan. Dude, I, I, I all of them. I fucking adore all of them. I love Ma Mega Man Two is one of my favorite games ever made. Right, and Mega Man Two is for my money one of the easier ones. Too. Yeah, but yeah, like, it is. Even it's the, pretty easy. But even like the first one, like the first Mega Man is a 
fucking viciously difficult game. But it's, the controls yeah. are good. I've never beat the first one. It's so hard. But the controls are good, and that makes it doable. Yeah. Whereas this game, it's like, I don't understand. Even literally as I'm playing it and dying and getting frustrated and save-stating and rewinding over and over and over and over, I'm like, I don't get why I'm having fun. <laughs> but I'm having fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, there's and Ninja something Gaiden about it. Ninja Gaiden is fun. All, it is all, fun. All three of them, especially because like the second one, like they introduce all these new mechanics. Like there's a wind mechanic that's really cool, and the third one, the third one has voice acting. Like every wow. time you use your weapon, the guy goes yeah, and you're like, man, that's insane. They put that into because like even like Zelda didn't have voice acting till like 98. Yeah, the only like NES game I could think of with voice acting is uh Blades of Steel or and I Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I got to do an episode of that game sometime. Yeah, fuck that game sucks. <laughs> I fucking I love that game even though I know it sucks. <laughs> but uh but like these like Blades of Steel like I still don't know if they say it's the pass or it's a pass. I can't tell yeah. what the fuck they say. But that's pretty credible that they put voice acting into Yeah, NES there's game. yeah, he makes like a when you when you use the sword and it sounds pretty good like it's it's a it's chipped you know right you can definitely tell it's chipped but uh and that third one is by far the hardest one because the first two are hard but they have infinite continues right. ninja gaiden 3 does not right so with patience you could beat it yeah, yeah with yeah. a lot of with with patience you could beat any of these games right but that third one you would have to have way more patience than i have <laughs> there's something special about these games that are so Cause like there are there are mind-numbingly difficult games on the NES that like I was just like after a while I'm like fuck this yeah like how many more times am I gonna fucking try this before I'm like this sucks you know what I mean whereas like there are a few of them and Ninja Gaiden is one and another one that jumps out to me right away that like no one has ever beat but everyone loves is Battletoads yeah like where they're so hard but you're like there's something fun about dying all the time you know yeah because well especially because those like those two games ninja gaiden and battle toads they are so first of all visually appealing yeah they are I, I, yeah yeah 100% like, visually appealing ninja gaiden's a great looking game most of the time there's that that jungle level that looks like shit but yeah. the the rest of it's pretty good looking battle toads maybe more so yeah. good looking than ninja gaiden um, but those two games, like even though you're dying over and over again, at the very least, it has some goddamn mercy. Totally. Where it's like, okay, yeah, you died, but let's just put you back at the beginning of the level that you're already at. Yeah. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna kick you to the back to the front of the game. And I think Battletoads right. eventually does if you fuck up enough. Ugh. Eventually, it's like, oh, you you don't play this anymore. Guy. I, I fucking terrible. I I love that game, and I don't know why. Yeah, me too. But I feel like <laughs> that about the, like okay. But here's the thing about Ninja Gate and Gate. I just did it. Oh, you did the thing. Tomato. Uh, here's the thing about Ninja Tomato. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call it. Now. I contractually have to give you a right hook. You now. gotta punch <laughs> me now. Every aspect of it, minus this goddamn bounce back difficulty thing, uh, is good. Like yeah. it, like the graphics are very very good. The boss fights are fun. The boss fights are fun. Uh, I adore the soundtrack to this game. Oh, it's super Dude, good. Dude, there are some episodes of this podcast where I'm like, when I go to edit it, I'm like, what music going to get? Like, we just did Resident Evil 4, and I was like, there's no music. Yeah, you like, got, I don't that, know you got the save room music. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that only kind of good music. Yeah. Whereas, like, this game, I'm like, I can't wait to fucking listen to the music to this game. I yeah. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but 
kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I love it. Um, they they try to put a story in. I don't really follow yeah, the story. One thing I will give this game credit for, though, is that it, it's like one of the, I think one of, if not the first maybe the first nes game to have like actual cutscenes. yeah like this game has cutscenes between each level <laughs> that sort of tie the story apart and the story's bullshit it's like something like a secret statue with hidden ancient power yeah. yada 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 stolen by a guy with a beard you end up skipping them yeah you just want to play the game yeah there's a part where a girl shoots you and then turns out it was a, a tranquilizer gun and she just needed to talk to you or whatever right, right. it's it's dumb bullshit, and the the second and third one, it's even more so dumb bullshit. Right? Because <laughs> it's like it's like I already saved the world, guys. Like, what else do you want from me? And they're like, well, you're the legendary Rio Hayabusa, so let's just do it all over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I respect them for for trying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was like so the graphics are good, the music's phenomenal, the story. At least there's a story there. Mm-hmm. You're not just some guy like like even like I love the Contra games. But like I have no idea why I'm killing these people. Oh, Contra, just, Contra guy one and Contra guy two. I'm just running to the right, shooting everything that moves. Yeah. Whereas Gaiden, at least they're trying to explain it. Um, the controls for the most part are good and fun. I love the, although it feels broken at times. I love the wall climbing mechanic. Yeah, wall it. climbing and wall jumping. Because that was kind of new at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like every game you can wall jump now. But like when this one came out, I was like, oh, that's kind of rad. You can like climb up, like you're not just running across the bottom of the screen. You can climb up to different areas and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, in this game, this game had something weird in it too that I always notice every time I play it is that in the first level you can see billboards with like Coca Cola ads. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is which is so weird because like now that's pretty commonplace. Like you you play an NHL game and it's like here's every Gatorade commercial you've ever seen put into <laughs> a video game. Yeah. But like on the NES, I can uh, maybe um I think Ninja Turtles you could get Pizza Hut. I, that's what I was just gonna say. Turtles two like Pizza Hut. I was reading about that Turtles uh, Turtles two. Uh, which, if you're a Turtles 2 fan, maybe keep an eye on the podcast. Ooh, I love Turtles Or maybe it's 2. already come out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, who knows? Uh, I never know the orders. But uh, but yeah, the Pizza Hut like paid good money 
to yeah. get their name put in that game. But it's a great product placement. Well, and, like, and Ninja Turtles 2, that's just a port of the arcade game. Yeah. Um, with, like, some extra levels, I think. Um, yeah, I think which so. Which makes it actually... I love Turtles 2, but we'll, Me too. We, that's not what we're here to talk yeah, about. No, we're, we're not. We're here to talk about Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Which is not as good as Turtles 2. Yeah. And this game, it does so many things right. Like, all the bosses are, like... They have, like, a pattern to them, which was pretty new at the time, right? Maybe, like, Bowser had, like, the jumping and, and hammer-throwing yeah. pattern. Yeah. But, like... Having a boss that has a predictable pattern and you have to go in, it's almost like Dark Souls, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Where you have to, you're like, okay, I got four seconds to do three hits, then I have to jump back. He does his thing. Right. I have to dodge it in whatever way possible. And then four seconds, three hits, jump back. Yeah, yeah. You can't, like, after about the first boss in Ninja Gaiden, you can't just go in guns blazing being like, I'm just going to outstrike him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like there are bosses in some video games where you like Mega Man's a great example where you can go in with no strategy and just be like, I am just going to shoot him more times than he shoots me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you can't do that in Gaiden. Yeah, Mega Man, there's there's you. no strategy. It's just like, all right, uh, especially like uh, once you start when you're playing a Mega Man game, like once you get closer to the end, you're like, okay, so this guy's fire. I got a water thing. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Whereas yeah, Ninja Gaiden, like you got to pick your spots and shit because otherwise they'll fuck you up. Yeah, they will fucking kill you. Yeah, and if you're too close, they'll fucking kill you. If you're yeah. too far away, you don't have enough time to hit them. And that's one of the things that I actually like about Ninja Gaiden is like, so other side, like, I mean, you can pick up the different items uh, and then you can use them until you run yeah, out of Yeah, yeah, there's like there's them, projectiles and stuff. Which is rad. But when you don't have those and all you have is that dinky little sword. with Yeah, it's got um, no reach. Dude, fighting a boss with that thing fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but like, so you can pick up like, what what I hate a little bit about picking up the items is like I still don't know what all of them do by seeing the logo. Like I have to pick it up and then learn. Yeah. Whereas like when I play like a Contra game, like I know that like I'm looking for the spread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what I have to find is spread. Nothing else matters. Yeah. If yeah. if you get any, if you get like the the missile one that like ho- like like the shoots the Homer missiles, you're like ah fuck, I need the spread. Right. Yeah. Whereas like in Ninja Gaiden, I'll pick up a new item every time I see it. And half the time, because like, like to find them, you have to slice like lanterns and shit that are like hanging around. But a lot of the time, because your fucking sword is so short, you'll pick them up without even meaning to. Like as yeah. you strike the lantern, you're going to pick up whatever it drops. Well, that's so, like the, that's like the ghouls and ghosts thing, right? Where oh, you know you, you have you have the knife, and then you're like, all right, perfect, I got the knife. You pick something else up, and you're like, no, yeah, yeah, please no. And that's so like I found that frustrating because like honestly, like the weapon I wanted the most in Ninja Gaiden was either the one where you swing your sword and it shoots like the the. The fire, uh, the like oval of fire that yeah. kind of goes up, or the one where you throw the star that like kind of goes back and forth and comes at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Shuriken's like personally my favorite, but there are bosses who have immunities to certain items too. So if you or if you if you go in and you're like, I've got the Shuriken, perfect, and then you throw the Shuriken and it goes dink, and you're oh, like, oh fuck. son of a dude, bitch, he's got armor. Yeah, because if you try to fight some of those bosses and like you don't have your special item to go in there with you, you're fucked. Yeah. Like there are some. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm just not that good, but there are bosses that I can't beat. You can beat them with the sword, item. but you gotta. You can't. My big my big problem with this game is that what always happens is I'll be fighting like I'll find out my item is useless against the boss and I'll start fighting him with the sword and I'll find a pattern. Right. But then when he gets like close to the end, I'll be like, okay, well maybe, maybe I'll sneak in a fourth hit. Yeah. yeah. I just try to sneak in that fourth hit. Bam. I'm dead. And that's what happens <laughs> yeah. is you get impatient and you're like, no, fuck that. And then they fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, and there are some like, and the other thing is like, cause to use your special items, you have to pick up, I don't even know what it is like magic, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but you run out, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to like, you have to like ration it. And basically, I don't know about you, but like, 
I try to just save it for the boss. Yeah, I, I never know? use it on like regular enemies. And what frustrates me is I almost feel like at some points the levels are designed to where like, well, this would be really easy if I used my special item. But if I do that, then I won't be able to beat the fucking boss at the end. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, I don't know, but I'm torn because like, say they get rid of that magic mechanic and you can just use whatever item you pick up. Then it becomes then the too, easy. too easy. Yeah. Like that's, and the, to me, that's where Ninja Gaiden is like, it's hard to find a medium for it this is. game, I think. I feel like Ninja Gaiden is in this weird place where it's better than all the shitty NES games, but I don't think it's good as like those good NES yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's stuck it, in the middle. Yeah, it's and, sort of it's sort of in a weird limbo. And the difficulty is the reason. Like the difficulty makes it better than the shitty games, but not as good as the good ones. Like it's it's well, a very yeah. polarizing game. Like you know? I said, like half the difficulty is you know genuinely good game design, and half the Half the difficulty is fucking bullshit, yeah, dude. <laughs> it is. Like, I, I swear to God, like, I've been like on the. I, I guess for people that don't have a Switch, maybe you don't know, even though I talk about it every week. But for the Switch Online, they have Nintendo games and and or NES games, and Gaiden is on there, and you can save state anytime you want. And they've added a rewind mm-hmm. where, like, so, like, dude, literally, I was playing this like two days ago, and uh, I would die, and I would just rewind like ten seconds back to where I was, and die again, and then rewind. And I was like, if I owned this as a kid. And I was like, oh, there's my three deaths. And now I got to fucking start this level over yeah. again, and again. I would get so angry. And there's no save state. Like, there's no passwords. There's no anything, which was an original Nintendo fucking trademark. Like, you was beat it in one sitting. You could leave the Nintendo on, turn the TV off, and hope your parents didn't see you left the Nintendo on all day. Yeah, they see the, see the little red light. And I used to do it all the, the time. going we, on my, over there? My brother and I would put the controller in front of the red light. Because we had our own TV down in the basement with our NES on it. Yeah. And my mom would always give a shit for leaving it on all day. She's like, you're going to break it. You're going to overheat it and break it. And as we've all learned now in 2019, you can't break an NES. That yeah. thing is a fucking brick. Yeah, my NES, I still have the same NES from when I was a kid, and it still works exactly. like a motherfucker. The only thing that works that breaks a little bit is the, the 72 chip or whatever yeah. the fuck it's D- called. Disc-based systems break way more often. I'm on my third PS2, my exactly. second Wii, I the think. The Xbox 360, my, the my, Ring of Death. True story, my PS3 actually bricked yesterday. Fuck yeah, super like, sucks. Those old consoles, man. The NES, the Super Nintendo, the Genesis. Like those old consoles still last on, forever. Still on number one for all those. My exactly. same, my first N sixty four is the one I've got upstairs. So I wish if I could go back. You know, people are always like, if you could go back in time and give your young self some advice. What would you do? And I'd be like, I would go to my mom and be like, he can leave his NES on all day. It won't <laughs> fucking like just don't ruin his life. Let that's him your, leave his. That's fucking- your genie wish. Is like, please go back in time. Tell my mom. Not to turn off my yeah. fucking games. I would have had better grades because I would have paid more attention in school because instead of paying attention, I was thinking about like, oh, fuck, I hope she didn't turn it off. I'm on World <laughs> 6 of Super 3 Mario 3. Don't turn it off yeah. now. You know what I mean? And and at the time, nobody knew about the whistles. No. Well, so, I, yeah. and, I, <laughs> yeah. and I refused to use them. Yeah. As like a kid, I was like, no, I'm fucking man. Well, and with the NES Online on the Nintendo Switch too, right? Like I, I tried very hard not to use save states unless I think it's fair. Right. Because a lot of the time, like these NES games, it's like, oh, okay, you have to beat it in one sitting, and it's like, I'm I'm an adult, I have a job, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah, you know. So I, I, you know, if I'm playing, like for instance, when I played Super Mario Brothers two recently, I would do a save state at the beginning of each level. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like to me, like if you're like if you just want to save your games, not so that you can like spam reload. Yeah, uh, which I have done some games um you know but like if you're not if you don't want to use it for that but you just want to use it because you're like yeah i have to go to work or i have to go hang out with my wife or my husband or whatever my kids yeah. i guess um 
there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like some people feel like I know there are a lot of people out there that are traditionalists that want to play these games on the original hardware it came out on and no save states or anything like that. I totally get it. I we just did a collecting episode. I used to love collecting games. I used to love playing them on mm-hmm. those old systems. But like let's just be honest, like it's just more convenient. You know, and then it's, then it's just then it's a personal thing. Do you want to cheat and and spam save states to beat stuff? Or well, do yeah. you want to just use it to hold your place? So you can come back to the game. You well, know and that's mean? and that's like the thing too for me, right? Is that um, you know, I've, I I'm a big collector. I've got a pretty big collection upstairs, and I have Ninja Gaiden on the NES. And I've played this game recently, but do you think I pulled out my NES and popped in it? Fuck no, no. I played it on the Switch because it's easy. It's so convenient. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm and I'm like that with a lot of the, like. To me, there are certain NES games that have aged. They haven't aged well. But mm-hmm. save states and the rewinds and stuff have made them more playable. Yeah, espe- you know? especially in Ninja Gaiden. Because like, if yeah. you can beat that game in one sitting, I'll hail the king because Buddy. that's phenomenal. You're a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like in so many of these old games just didn't have like... Even the password system was handy. But yeah. like, like, I mean... Uh, like Super Mario 3 is a great example. Like If you want to go old school and beat every world in that game, that's a long haul. You know, and there's no save state. There's no passwords. There's well, and nothing. I, and I think back to how much, like, how resilient I was as a kid compared to now. Because, like, as a kid, I remember one time playing through Contra and beating it. And now I'm like, man, how the fuck did I have that much patience? Yeah, yeah. That I was like, yeah, I'm going to play through this game that you can only die three times and yeah. it's crazy difficult. And play it all the way to the end like how did i have that patience but part of that was like when you're a kid you only have like i mean how often did you get a new game yeah it's true. you know what i mean so it was like i mean like birthdays bo- and christmas i just did a playthrough of bard versus the space mutants on, oh, on youtube fuck that game and i can beat that game like i can beat that game legit not cheating i can beat th- i mean i did load save states to fight that fucking t-rex in the museum <laughs> but i can beat it like i've beaten that game since i was a kid but the reason i can do that was because that's the only games i had so you have no choice but to just play them over and over and over again. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, have you ever played the Shinobi games? Yeah, yeah. Um, I played, uh, I think, what is it? Shadow Dancer, I think. was, it? And that's like one of the hardest fucking games I've ever played. Okay. It's it's way harder and it, the controls are shit. So it's the game's fault. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fair then. If it's the game's fault, that's fine. Because I've only ever played number three. Yeah, I've, and, never, uh, I've, I've only played, I think Shadow Dancer is number two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there are... Uh, uh, Shinobi 3 an episode will be out before this one um, so I can say that uh, and the only reason I played it was because I, I, as I've been saying on here I'm looking for recommendations for old games that I haven't played I want to yeah. you know and Miklos was like dude try Shinobi 3 he was like it's like a better ninja guide is it better and yeah i was like this is fucking dope and i texted him that night when i was playing i was like dude this is what ninja guide should have been mm-hmm. i enjoyed it so much more but it still felt the same you're this fucking ninja with this little sword and you pick up items and magic and well you don't pick up my items of magic you throw like like little ninja star yeah things. um but yeah i was like ninja Gaiden to me is like it's 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 fine, but like every single thing Ninja Gaiden does has been done infinitely better. Yeah, and like you know? Ninja Gaiden, like I can't think of a game that just intentionally pisses me off more than Ninja Gaiden. And they meant it. Oh yeah, they they, did. they want you to be pissed off. Yeah, they want you to look at the game and be like, "Fuck this." They want you to throw the cartridge out, feel bad, and then have to go and buy another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's that was their marketing plan. Yeah. yeah, it's a good game. I just I don't know. I think. I can't imagine it's on too many people's like ten best NES game lists or anything. No, it's. I wouldn't say it's on my top ten. But it's, it's certainly, good. But yeah, it certainly doesn't fall into that shitty NES. Like it's memorable. It was on the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. It's on the NES Online. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee you, like everyone's played it. 
It's well, just one of those games everyone played as a kid. And it's like it's almost like Tecmo didn't like learn from their mistakes because the second one has the same problems. Right. Um just with added mechanics like the the wind mechanic, which is pretty cool. There's I think there's like a train, maybe the train levels in the third one. The third one's the best one, but it's also the hardest one. Of course. Because like their biggest fuck up they made was they're like, All right, here's the third one. It's the best one we've got. It's got the best level design, the tightest controls. Um the, the sword works way better. Um, but no unlimited continues. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm all set on that. It, dude, you said it earlier in the episode, but like comparing it to Dark Souls, I fucking hate Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, uh, but different. comparing it to Dark Souls is perfect. It's the NES Dark Souls. It's yeah. fucking Ninja Guided. Yeah, yeah pretty got, bananas game. You got any uh, thoughts before we cra- cra- wrap this thing up? I mean, if you're good at video games, maybe give it a shot. I'm not that good. That's the problem. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. I'm not that good. I like to play video games. I, I play a variety, so I'm not very good at one specific game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not good at games. So maybe this is maybe it's all my fault. <laughs> no, no. No, it's that fucking game's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Tecmo's fault. Fuck right. them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then out of uh, 100 falls down a fucking hole... Uh, how many falls down a hole would you give Ninja Gaiden? Uh, 75 falls down the hole. All right. Which is about how many I would have in a general <laughs> just 10 minutes of playing that game. It's true. It's true, yeah. Yeah, I'll go I'll go 65. 65. It's, it's passable. Yeah. It's not special. Um, if it, like, I love, like, some, okay, I'm not going to rant about it again. Uh, some people have shit on the way Nintendo is rolling out their old games now with the online service where you just get a whole bunch of games at once like Netflix. Um, Ninja Gaiden is a perfect example of a game that I would not be playing if it wasn't included in this download. I, I would not pay five bucks to download Ninja Gaiden. Absolutely. Like, and the weird thing is that's actually one of the the own, one of the games that when I had my like my first Wii when it first came out, <clears throat> I, I used the shit out of that virtual console. And that was one of the first games I bought was Ninja Gaiden. And I remember buying it and it was... Because, like, the NES games were, like, five bucks. Like, yep. it was cheap. Yep. And I remember buying it and then playing it for a bit and then being like, well, that was five bucks, yeah. you know? <laughs> and that's it. They just haven't aged well. And yeah. like, and the ones that have are the ones that you and I already talked about, that long list. And Ninja Gaiden is not on that list. No. But it's also not in that fucking urban champion shit pile that yeah, everyone hates. Street Fighter 2010. It's, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. It's okay. Go play it. It's on everything. Yeah. So that is one. Go... If you have like 20 minutes to kill and you feel like you're like, I need to get angry. It's fun. It is fun. It is fun, but you're going to be angry. Yeah. And so if you like, if there's something coming up, like say you're about to like, you're about to go to like a meeting with your boss or something and you're like, I got to get angry. Go out to your car, fire up your switch and play Ninja Gaiden for 15 minutes. And yeah. Then, nice then, and angry. then grab your boss by the, by the collar and be like, why did I fall down that fucking hole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even, it was a fucking bird. It didn't even <laughs> bounce me back. Uh, and don't say Ninja Ninja Gaiden like I did once. Don't be that fucking yeah, don't, guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be the tom- tomato guy. Don't be the tomato guy. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me Thanks, on. Thanks, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Bradley, thank you so much for coming over and talking Ninja Gaiden with me. And to every single one of you people, thank you for putting this podcast. I was going to call you beautiful people, but 
you know, some of you, maybe not. I mean, we're gamers. We know what we are. Uh, but thank you all for putting this podcast in your ear holes and listening. If you enjoyed it, leave us a good review. I would really love that. Sometimes I read those reviews when I'm feeling sad and they make me feel slightly less sad. Uh, leave us a good review. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at member the game. There's no RE at the front, just member the game. Facebook.com slash remember the game. And most importantly, patreon.com slash remember the game. You can get a whole bunch of bonus stuff. It's really, it's worth your $2, I promise. There's much worse ways to waste $2 a month than on our Patreon. Uh, that's going to do it, you guys. Have a great week. Go play some video games. Stay warm if you live somewhere where it's snowing like we fucking do here in Edmonton. And uh, I will be back next week with episode 72 of Remember the Game as we climb toward 100 and eternal greatness or whatever. All right, good enough. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Cheers. Bye.